The most important thing is that you have a vision, that you have a goal. Because without that vision and without that goal, again, you're drifting around and you're never going to end up anywhere. People don't become successful just by accident. You're going to get your ass kicked, we're going to get the shit kicked out of us. You got to get up, you got to have faith that the one thing you wanted to happen, oftentimes is the best thing that never happened. So have faith, just keep that in mind, keep plugging away. Never accept the limitations of someone else. Somebody told you that it's impossible. Don't even try. Give up before you even fucking try it for yourself. Never accept the goddamn limitation that someone else has placed upon you. And now, fitnessinformant.com presents the Iron Union Podcast. Let's go. Welcome inside the Iron Union Podcast. I am your host, Fitness Informant Founder CEO, Ryan Buckeye. Excited about this week's podcast. It's a crossover podcast. We dive into the world of entertainment, reality TV, Hollywood. Jax Taylor, who if you've never seen the show Vanderpump Rules before, it's a reality show. I think he was on the show for like 10 years, something like that. Now, it's if you want me to just kind of set the table for Vanderpump, it's um, it, it's the new age Jersey Shore-ish, I guess you could say. It's, it's white, trashy reality TV. Um, goes behind the scenes, you know, of the lives of of several people who are transplants into Hollywood, moved out to Hollywood, worked at a restaurant called Sir for Lisa Vanderpump, and there's just drama galore, right? Uh, Jax is the one on the show. He's the bodybuilder. He's the guy that lifts, so hence why he's on the show. He also just recently got into a partnership with Muscle Tech, so we were able to kind of work our connections to get on the show. But Jax was the one. He was the villain. He was the bad guy on the show. He was the reason I even watched the show. It was fun to watch watch him do his thing. Um, so having him on this podcast was something I really wanted to do, not because I'm a fanboy. That's not at all. I mean, Jax is just a cool, straight-up dude from Michigan who is just a simple simple dude like me. But I wanted to kind of talk about this idea of self-image in Hollywood, right? Because we all live in this Instagram world, and he is constantly, constantly in the public eye. TMZ, Instagram, people with cell phones, camera phones, whatever it might be. So you have to look a certain part. Not only that... His wife, uh, Brittany Cartwright, is currently 34 weeks pregnant with their little baby boy who could come any day now. So there's a lot of self-image issues there because she's got 1.5 million followers on Instagram. He's got a million. You can imagine. Imagine the plethora of negativity from douchebags sitting behind their computers and camera phones that are just saying inappropriate things. So it was cool to talk to Jax because, A, I'm a fan, but, B, you know, to, to talk about that life. We don't – we never really – fully grasp or understand the life. Everyone just thinks, oh God, these guys are swimming in dollar bills and cash money. And sure, that might be true, but there is a price to pay for fame. Your privacy is taken away. You have to look a certain way. You have this self-image. Your mental uh, health takes a massive hit. And we talk about all of that here uh, on this podcast. So it was great to have Jax on. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for him and Brittany. I'm excited for them to start a family. I think it's very, very cool. I don't want to take up a bunch of your time. I want to bring Jax on because I think it's an exciting podcast. It's, it's, one of, it's our first time having, you know, um, I guess you would say, what, an entertainment celebrity on the show who's not necessarily a bodybuilder or an athlete, but, um, you know, he's, he's a hockey fan. He's a sports fan. He likes to lift weights for fun. He works with muscle tech now. So we talk about muscle tech a little bit on this episode. But, you know, we, we really just shoot the shit. Two dudes shooting the shit about family. And I think that was the thing that I thoroughly enjoyed most, just talking about our families because I just have, you know, two weeks ago we had baby Charlotte and then, you know, two to five weeks he's going to have uh, baby Jax. So here it is, Jax Taylor. Follow him on Instagram at Mr. Jax Taylor. You can follow us on Instagram at fitnessinformant, fitnessinformant.com. Let's go. Give me a second. I'm trying to select the appropriate weapon. Uh. Watch who you stepping. Them snakes all around. You know they connected. So count your days. Hold up. Let me count the ways you gon' pay. When I spot you, I'm coming straight through to your face, no foreplay. Coming alive. Whoa. Heat of the night. Now is the time. Whoa. Don't try to hide.
No, it's good. Like prior to like working with I of eight Mustech and stuff, did you, you, I'm sure dude, like with your background being in modeling and then being in Hollywood supplements, working out, that's, yeah. I mean, you had, yeah, to. I went through it all with supplements, man. I, I, I tried it all. I've taken them. I've taken them completely wrong. I've screwed up my testosterone levels oh, many, yeah. many times just because, you know, when we're young guys, what do we do? We go to the gym, we take creatine, we take a bunch of supplements that people tell us to take without researching it take a bunch of just to get big because why? Cause we want to look good for girls. That's why we do it. You know, yeah. let's be honest. Uh, nobody's paying me in those days. Nobody was paying me to take anything, you know, be a bodybuilder. Um, and now I look, I'm like, why did I spend so <laughs> much money and time doing all that, you know, for nothing. Yeah. And I didn't do it the right way, you know? Yeah. Well, stuff. But, too, uh, yeah. Like, I saw a story back in, fuck, I don't know if it was 20, I don't know, back in like 20, 2008, 2009, like I would, would take what they call like pro hormones and stuff. Cause it's like, Hey, you're guaranteed to get big. And that fucked up my testosterone. And I think a lot of people would go into supplement shops, take what was recommended to them. And it really messed some people up. Yeah. I got, you know, I live in LA. I got a melting pot full of uh, <laughs> yeah. all kinds of stuff, you know, and you, you hear people out, you listen to people. And at the end of the day, everybody's body's different. You can, this company can swear up and down that it does everything for you, but if it doesn't work for your body, it doesn't work for your body. It's yeah. all there is to it, you know? So I dabbled in a, a lot of different things, all kinds of things. Um, but I wasn't taking it correctly. So it screwed up my hormone levels. I ended up getting gynecomastia, which mm. I had to have three surgeries. No, yeah. two surgeries on that. It's a bitch. And, um, it, it, it was painful. It was yeah. painful. And it was like, what am I doing? Like, I don't, I, you know, it wasn't worth it. I'm dumping all this money into supplements. I'm not researching it. And I was just doing it for the wrong reasons. And yeah, basically this is all too. I was very young when I was doing all this too. And I was very like, just stupid. Just I mean, dumb. I don't think it comes like, I come from the wrestling world, pro wrestling world. So there, everything is, I mean, that's what you did, right? You yeah. get bigger as quickly as possible. I got to imagine Hollywood's probably very similar, especially like yeah. the male role and stuff and what you're trying to do. So Let's let's go back to high school, Jack. Yeah, like Michigan. Okay. So you're a Midwest yeah. boy, which yes. I like. Um, what'd you do for sports? Um, I grew up playing hockey. I'm yeah. a, um, I'm a, I was a hockey guy from the, the moment I could walk. You know, I, I dabbled in other sports. I played a little soccer, a little track. Uh, but hockey is such a sport that I, I can play all year round. And I was in travel hockey, so it ate up a lot of my time. Um, I didn't get to enjoy a lot of my school thing functions because I was always traveling. I was good. And uh, so I was on a better team. Uh, I was on a traveling team. So I was gone on the weekends. My dad and I, you know, my mom would stay home with my sister and take her to her things. My dad and I would be in hotels, traveling all over Canada, you know, New York, Pennsylvania, you know, and, and just do one of hockey tournaments. And I did that all the way up till I was 21, 20. Mm -hmm. No, I'm sorry. till I was 19, 19. I don't think people understand that hockey's like a, like a religion. Minnesota, because I, I live in Minneapolis now. I mean, oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Like, I yeah. Mean, my, area, another guy on the show that I'm on Tom Schwartz, he's from yeah. there. He's from yeah. uh, something pines. Circle pines. Is he from circle pines? Something like that. I can't remember the damn. I can't. It'll come Small to me. town. It'll I mean, it's, it's, yeah, but I mean like hockey, but it's a, people. it's a hockey state. I got another buddy. Yeah. A couple of buddies from Minnesota. You know, I, I, I played up in Duluth actually when yeah. I was, it, it's cold. We were skating on lakes in Duluth in October. Yeah. That's how in October Don't I couldn't it? believe it. Don't you miss I couldn't it? believe it. What's that? Don't you miss it? Oh my God. I miss it every day. I miss the Midwest every day. And you know, I'll tell you about that longer, but you know, I've been out here since 2005. I moved here from, I was coming from Miami and New York. I was moving to different places, but I've been out here since 2005. I'm now 40 years old. 
I just, I miss the Midwest. I want to get back so bad now that I'm having a kid and everything, um, <laughs> you know, and now that zoom has kind of brought us closer together. I don't really need to live in LA to do what I need to do for anymore for a living. You know, I can audition, I can talk to my businesses online. So I don't really need to live in California anymore. The days of having to live in that state were like, you know, if you want to do what you want to do, you got to live close by. You don't have to do that anymore. So, um, you know, the plan is to move back to the Midwest. Um, I've kind of just fed up with California. You know, there's just so many things here that I'm just fed up with. Yeah. Um, you know, and like I said, we're having a baby and I want to be closer to family. I miss Florida. The goal is to move back, uh, maybe build a home in Kentucky somewhere on some land and then get a beach house in Florida. That's the goal. Um, we'll see, though. Yeah, I was going to say, because Brittany's from Kentucky. You're from Michigan. She so you is. guys kind of have, have that small town root or like at least. Well, we can split the difference. We're all on I-75. So Michigan yeah. here, then we got Kentucky, then we got Florida. So we're all on the same highway. So we can all see each other. And like I said, at my age and having a kid now, I want to be close to the family. I'm close with my sister and my brother-in-law. Um, obviously, Brittany's very close with her family. I'm yeah. very close to their family. And like this, I'm at the point of my life where family is more important now. You know, I, I had my fun. Uh, I know you're a new father as well. Yeah. It's not about us anymore. It's no. not about me anymore. And I just want my kid to have the best childhood he could possibly have. I grew up with the best childhood you could have. I mean, you know, it, it was a different time before social media, but you know, we rode around our streets on our bikes and camp out bonfires and stuff. And I just don't see me, my kid doing that there. I'm petrified for my kid to go outside here because it's dangerous here. It's not a safe place. So you know, I talked it over with my wife and, and she's kind of in her nesting process. We're going to have our child. She needs to nest a little bit, sure. but um, the goal is to get out of California at some point uh, within the next two years. I'm not sure when or how or whatever, but yeah, I'm spent here. Everyone's like, well, are you going to miss the weather? Mm, not really. No, I've lived here for 15 years and if uh, we'll get a beach house in Florida. So when it gets cold, we'll go down to Florida, but uh, there's more to life than just weather. Cause everybody always brings that back. It's like, Oh, you're going to miss the weather. Yeah. You know, weather's weather. You know, you always want what you don't have. And uh, yeah, I'm just ready. I'm just ready. I didn't mean to get off subject. No, there, I love yeah, it because uh, little mini you is due when pretty soon, right? April 13th. Yeah, that's going to come 13th. quick. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, he, we minute, just went could, to the doctor yesterday. Yeah. Could happen at any point. We're ready to go. In fact, uh, we had a company come over and organize our house and everything for the baby. And, and uh, they said that my wife is the most prepared, <laughs> prepared uh, woman she's ever met before a kid. So we're really excited. Um, they, we went to the doctors yesterday so he can come anytime. He's yeah. ready to go. Are He's you excited you're having a boy to start off? I'm very, very excited. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't think it was in my cards for a boy just because of the, the guy I have been my whole life. I just thought for <laughs> sure I was going to get a girl. I just thought it was in my cards. And, uh, you know, when we had our announcement that I was having a boy, I, I mean, I don't, I don't carry the way as long as the baby's healthy, I didn't get right. shit. But, uh, when he hit a boy first, I was like, yes, you know, yeah. I was just, I was very excited. I was very excited. It's funny because I admittedly watched the show. I mean, I had watched the show um, actually with my ex at the point, kind of got me into it and stuff. And I was, every time I saw you, that's how it time, happens. Yeah. Right. And, I, and I, every time you're on the screen, I'm like, I, I resonate. Like I, I take reality shows with a grain of salt, obviously like there's a camera time and then there's, there's who you are behind the camera. But the on-screen jacks that I saw, I was like, I relate to this guy. Cause that's kind of who I was too. I wasn't like a good person. And so I thought, um, you know, same, I got blessed with two, two little girls. I have a two year old oh. and now a two week old. Uh, oh my God. So two under am, two, two under yeah, two, two under two, uh, which is great though. And I'm happy I had, had a girl having a boy though would be cool. So hopefully, I mean, I don't know if I want another one, but we'll, we'll definitely see, but talk to me about the pressures because I think 2020 was such a crazy year for a lot of people in your case, was it a blessing in disguise? It, it kind of forced you to slow down a bit or yes. was it? Oh, was yes. It okay. Um, as far as, as COVID goes or as far as me not being part of the show anymore? Just what you like, what I you mean, because because COVID probably forced some some slower, slower down. And obviously the show too is, is a whole nother thing. But like, I would imagine a guy like you, you've been go, go, go since you moved to New York, Miami, then LA. But you're, yeah, yeah. So you're, you're used to a little bit of a slower. I mean, you grew up in a slower time. Right. Right. But I left, I left Michigan in 2001. I want to say after I went to two semesters of college and that was a waste of time. And I told my dad, I go, listen, I can't do this. I go, dad, I love you. My dad was just like, I don't care what you do as long as you go to college. And I, and I tried, I tried and tried and I sat there and it was just like staring at a wall and I just couldn't do school. It just wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. And you know, I kind of, I sat down with my parents. I'm like, I just can't do this. I'm not the kind of guy that is a school guy. I'm a worker. I like to work. Yeah. And you know, and my dad was like, that's fine, but you know, you're not going to live in this house and not pay, you know? So, um, 
I said, listen, I'm, uh, I got some jobs part-time and this and that. And then one thing I'll just, I'll speed it up. I got into modeling by accident, um, left, moved to uh, Chicago for the summer. Just, just to taste the modeling world out again. I was 22 at the time, 21, 22, um, just to taste it to see if I was any good or whatever. And I was really good at it. I, I don't know how you'd be good at modeling, but I was working a lot. That's all there is to it. I, clients liked me. I had some really good rapport with clients. Um, and uh, it worked out well. Then I went to Miami from there, came back home for a little bit, went back to New York. You kind of have to build up before you go to New York. You can't just go to New York City and be a model. You kind of have to, you kind of go play in the minors. Like the minors for modeling is Miami, Chicago, Milan, Paris, then New York. So I did all those places first to build my portfolio because that's what's important. Clients want to see that you're working. In those days, things are different now. But in those days, you needed to show work. So you build up your clientele, you build up your rapport, you build up your your uh, your rapport to clients. Then you go to New York with a nice portfolio and you work. I did that for a while and I just, it wasn't fun. It wasn't fun. I'm constantly chasing money. I made good money, but you're always chasing it because agents owe you money. You're sleeping in, I slept in model apartments with like five other guys, and bunk beds. And it just, it was fun for a minute, but I was just like, yeah. this isn't going to last. So I went back home for a little bit because it wasn't exactly what I thought. And I was a little bit bigger of a guy at the time. And, and they wanted me to be smaller getting into the fitness. Now yeah. I love to work out in those days. I was shredded, but I was big. Like I have big genetics. So they were not even cut weight, cut weight. So when I went over to Milan, funny story, I'm like, they're like, we're going to send you to Milan. I'm like, oh man, I don't know. Those guys are so skinny over there. They're like girls. Like it's yeah. nothing. They just look like women over there. They're very feminine looking and their features are very feminine. I'm a guy's guy, man. I got muscles everywhere. I don't, I'm goofy. I'm clumsy. I don't, you know, they're like, just go over there. Sure enough. First job on the day. I think I walked in, I was in Paris. I couldn't even get my leg in, in a pair of pants. Went to one company. <laughs> Could it, same thing with another company. Went home a week later. Couldn't fit in any of the clothes. And I wasn't big by any means. I was skinny and lean, but I didn't look like the way they wanted. And I was like, listen, they're like, can you cut back on your diet? Can you just eat this and this? And I'm like, no. I'm, I go, this is not worth it. Just so you can take my picture. So I, I'm, and I was depleting myself. I looked like a female. It wasn't comfortable for me. It wasn't comfortable. I was too skinny. I was like, I didn't like it. So I'm like, I'm quitting this. Went back home to Michigan for a little bit. Got a call from a friend in California. Hey, man, uh, why don't you come out here and do some modeling? I go, no, 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 no. I've done the modeling thing. I just, it's not for me. It's just a little bit too feminine for me. I'm not into it. They're like, no, no, come out to California. They like the bigger guys. They like the guy, the surfer, the old Navy, yeah. the target. I go, okay. I mean, I just told my dad I was going to come home and go do this. And now you want me to come back to California. They're like, trust me, you'll make a lot of money out here. They love guys like you. So that was 2005. Moved out to California. And been here ever since. So yeah. it worked out. Uh, I, I did it till about 10 years ago. I retired from the modeling 10 years ago. That's when the show started. Yeah. And um, yeah, but it was great for 10 years. It was, it was a lot of fun. I should have started out here instead of going to New York. That was my biggest mistake. I should have never went to Miami, Paris, Milan, New York. I should have went straight to California. And that was my one mistake. What was your aspiration as a kid growing up? Cause I can't imagine, I, I can't imagine Jackson like, Hey, I want to be a model or maybe even an actor. Maybe you did, but I mean, I know you know, being a hockey fan, I don't know, maybe you want to play professional hockey, I, you know, but like, what was, what did you want to do? I, I didn't know, man. I was lost. I was, I mean, all my friends in school all had plans. They all were going to college. They were all going into finance, banking, yada, yada. I was terrible at math. You know, I was like the only one out of my friends and I had a good core group of friends that didn't stay home and go to college, get married, have kids and start the nine to five. I was the only one because I was just like, I can't do this. This is not me. And I, you know, I could be following my friend's footsteps and go to school and do everything that I'm supposed to do, but I'll be miserable. I'll just be yeah. absolutely miserable. So I, like I said, I did two semesters of community college and all my friends were away. I was bored. I was miserable. I was just going through the motions, wasting my dad's money. So I was like, dad, I'm, I'm, this is, I'm not happy. I'm not, this isn't, I mean, I'll hand you the paper, but this is not for me. So he's like, you got to be happy, son, and do what you got to do. So I said, you know what? I got to move. I got to go do something maybe in the entertainment field, but I was just, I just felt like I was born to be out in the city in the big cities and do something with myself. I didn't know what at the time, but I just knew I wasn't supposed to be in Michigan. Yeah. Well, I mean, you definitely a 180. I think LA from, from, from Michigan would be a totally different world. Like for you, the pressures of, we like to talk, I talk about mental health quite a bit on the show because when you talk about like fitness, it's not just like being jacked up, being lean, but trying to like be mentally sound too. the pressures of right. Hollywood, like how much of a toll did it take on you trying to scratch and claw, get to where you need to be? Um, it was really, really hard. It's like, I went from a big fish in a small pond to 
a very small fish in a big pond because yeah. now you got to understand everybody who comes to California, everybody. So every, that's like everybody in the 50 States. They're saying, yeah. you're beautiful. You should move to California. You're beautiful. You should move to California. So now you got all these pretty people, everybody in California. And now you have to get used to rejection because mm-hmm. 90% of this business, 95, 98% of this business is rejection. So you're constantly getting rejected. Yes. I worked a lot, but I was rejected a lot more, you know, so you're constantly, so for a good 10 years, I'm going to auditions in this. You're not good enough. You're not good enough. You're not good enough. I mean, constantly, constantly hearing that. And it wasn't anything, but it was just a client saying, you know what? It wasn't right. But in your head, you're yeah. just constantly thinking, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. What can I do to change? Maybe I'll take this supplement. Maybe I'll do this. Maybe I'll cheat the system and try this. Maybe I'll do this. And then you look at other people and you start comparing yourself to other people and it's not, then that's where it gets bad because you start comparing yourself to others and you just get lost. You get lost in LA. You get blinded by the light out here. Like I was blinded. I I took all the bait. Like you're not supposed to, you know, did a lot of things I wasn't supposed to Did a lot of things I wasn't supposed to. And you know, you live and learn. Um, but yeah, it's tough out here. It really is tough because the rejection, it's the rejection. And like I said, I, I can take rejection with the best of them, but I don't care how strong you are after 10 years of someone saying no to you, it, you know, it, it, it wears on you a little bit. It wears I, on you. I can imagine too, with you and Brittany becoming parents, I, I think about my children. It's like, we live in such an Instagram world where, you know, every, every takes like 20 different pictures for Instagram until they find the right one, because it's all right. about image, image, image. You live in the image capital of the world in Hollywood. What's the goal with, with, baby like i mean trying to like raise raise him into a world that to not jade him into thinking he's got to look a certain way or be a certain way because i think that as a parent is one of the scariest things because when they go to school that stuff's out of your control when they're at daycare or whatever it might be you're not always there but at home it starts at home so when you and Brittany are discussing you know these things in terms of like self-image and beauty how does how do you think that's going to go it's, it's going to be tough. I got to be honest with you. I don't really have a, an answer. Um, you know, I'm fortunate that my friends are all having kids at the same mm-hmm. time. So we can kind of all go through this together. Um, we can kind of bounce ideas off each other. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like, I don't know, how old are you? 34, 35? Yep, 34. We kind of are in the same age where we grew up without that. And yep. I tell you what, I'm so blessed to have a childhood without social media. I can't yeah. think my, I can't think it enough. I sound like my dad right now. Oh, wait, we used to have it, but the child without social media was just wonderful. How did you find out where your friends were? Well, their bikes would be in the driveway. That's how you find out where your friends were. And it's just, how am I going to handle it now? I don't know. Um, I'm going to leave majority of it up to my wife, you know, and let her handle it because I don't know what to do. And I feel like whatever I say is probably going to be wrong. So um, I don't know yet. You know, I got a little way, I got a little while to think about it, but it's going to be tough because, well, one, we're going to be out of here. We'll be out of California by the time that gets like that. But, you know, I just need to surround himself with good people, yeah. make sure he's a good person. I'm just adamant about raising him to be a very, a, a young gentleman, you know? Yes, no, please. And thank you. Yes, sir. No, sir. A lot of that, uh, a lot of, you know, just being kind to people. I'm going to drill the kindness into him yeah. like no other, you know, because we are in a world of, you need to be kind to people, you know? And, uh, yeah, it's going to be just kind of one of those things where I'm just going to bounce things off other people, trial and error, um, hopefully a lot more, a lot less error. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm new to it because like I said, we are going through a shift change in our world right now, you know, obviously, and we have to make sure we teach our kids the right way to do things. Right. Because we, I kind of, our dads obviously were from a different generation. They kind of really, they went to work, you know, they our, we figured it out. We figured it out. You know, um, I didn't really have any heart to hearts with my dad and stuff like that. You know, it was just kind of, my dad was at work and if I had an issue, you ask your mom, you know? Yeah. So your dad was a disciplinary yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, right. Yes. Yeah. He'd beat my ass when I came home from school or, you know, that was his job. Um, so I don't really have anything to look off of, off my parents because this, this didn't exist or it did exist. We just were unaware. Yeah. And I was very they- naive. Whatever they did, we, we can't do in 2020. Right. 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 Like, with the way right. our dads raised us, like, unfortunately, not unfortunately, but like we, we couldn't do that. Although maybe at some point we should, cause I think there'd be much better people I, because of it. You know what? I look back on it, you know, and yeah, my dad beat my ass, but I deserved it. Yeah. So I'll tell you what, after he did it, I didn't do it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, right. you know, once my dad came, if I got a good beating from my dad, I knew the next time I was doing something wrong, what was going to happen. Do I think that was a right way to do it? Probably not, but that's the way things were done then. And I learned so For sure.
Strength isn't a slogan. You want to win this year? Yes, sir! What time is it? Game time! What time is it? Game time! It's not an image you find on billboards or the big screen. It's never been about any of that. It's all around you, in everyday moments, just waiting to be unleashed. Strength is the knowledge that inside you lies anything you've ever wanted to be. The confidence that your failures never define you. And the passion and purpose to drive beyond any limits placed upon you. When you call upon it, strength embraces you, challenges you, pulls you back up, no matter how many times you fall. It compels you to draw on courage, resilience, intensity, and hope, and expects your very best to help others find theirs. True strength demands you build more than muscle, not in pursuit of a personal best, but a better tomorrow for everyone. My product is going to help you get to where you want to be. Five percenters is five percent of the people in the world that are willing to do whatever it takes to reach their goals. We're talking about business, success, education. Willing to do whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. For the last two decades, we have been the best kept secret of the supplement industry. We've kept our heads down and worked. We pioneered full label transparency and full therapeutic doses because we believe that truly hard work requires truly effective tools. Two decades is a long time to commit to one pursuit, but when you act with purpose and become centered in yourself, eventually you realize that you were born and bred for this. Things you once thought impossible, you now do every day. We don't like the easy way, just doesn't feel right. We'll take the long, hard road over a shortcut any day. It takes longer, sure, but in the end, you know you earned it. And with the right team behind you, pushing yourself further than you've ever been will be just another afternoon doing what you love most. If you could use some help getting fired up and ready to crush your workouts, Pulse is for you. It is a 100% natural pre-workout supplement that gives you a surge of smooth energy and focus, bigger and better pumps, and more strength, endurance, and power. Pulse is also naturally sweetened and flavored and contains no artificial food dyes, fillers, or other unnecessary junk. So order now and get ready to feel focused, powerful, and tireless in your workouts. I want to talk about your, your wife for a second here, Brittany, because I, I have a feeling being a female Elton, where you're at right now is extremely difficult. I mean, the image, sure. self-image, right? And, and incorporating fitness into her world prior to being, you know, 36 weeks or whatever she is pregnant right now, right? Like, yeah, 35, was, yeah. right? So what is the concept of fitness and stuff with you and Brittany, with being on a show, with having to walk out in public and see people all the time. I mean, was it just part of your life because you had to, or did you guys actually enjoy it? Um, as far as people picking at our pit, our fitness, were people I'm picking saying, at like, us a little bit? You guys incorporating it into your life. I'm just, I mean, you work out obviously. Oh, Brittany, yeah, I mean, yeah, you have I, to keep I, up a, a self-appearance, but I mean, was it more along the lines of necessity because it's expected or did you, do you guys actually authentically like working out? Oh, we authentically love working out, but 
you know, having a show kind of keeps you honest because, yeah. you know, you, you kind of, you know, like when the show was about to come back, say for instance, like if you were going to go back in the season a couple weeks prior, you'd hit the weights a little harder um, because when we are filming, there's not much time. There's not much time because, you know, we, we film, you, you know, every day, all day, you know, and, and, you know, one day you could have off or you don't know when your day's off. So you had to hit it hard before we started filming because you didn't know when the next time, because your, your workouts were irregular during filming because you never knew when you were going to get a workout in. Yeah. I'm a very, like, I get up in the morning, I have my coffee, I walk my dogs, I go to the gym, I come home, I do my yard work. I like to have a plan. I'm very like this. When you're filming, there's none of that. And it, that drives me crazy because I need to know when I'm getting certain things done. I'm that person that needs to check things off, yeah. highlight it, get it done. I'm very organized, very organized. So being on a show, you're very, your life is unorganized because you're living in a reality show. They're filming you what's going on in your real life. And towards the end, things were getting a little more, I don't, I guess, staged and a little bit more, the show wasn't as fun to me at the last two years. And I was just getting a little bit, if we're going into mental health, I'm sorry, I'll stop there. We'll stop there. Uh, fitness does play a huge uh, impact. You know, what I have a problem with right now is people coming after like my wife, the way she looks and stuff like that. And it's not men, it's women on women, which is the weirdest thing to me. Like, you know, you're a pig if you're a man and do something like that, like you, you're a coward, but a woman attacking another woman whom you've never met in your life, just for the sake of saying something to make yourself feel better. I don't understand that. I don't understand people just going after people and picking on their weight or whatever. I mean, they're different than you. I don't know you. That's like me coming after you and saying something about you. Like why? I don't understand that. It's an immaturity thing. It's usually an insecurity thing. People are hiding behind social media because something's going on in their lives. Right. That's what I think. But that's the problem I have with the people is, is the nitpicking at my wife. You know, she's pregnant for God's sakes, leave her alone. I yeah. mean, what the hell do you want her to do? It's like that, that bothers me. I think it's, I mean, the piggyback off of that, pregnant or not pregnant, you guys are in the public eye. I mean, it's right. the stuff that you got to deal with and the social media provides an avenue for people to be an absolute dickhead. I mean, it, I know, but like, just because I'm in the public eye, that means that I have to deal with people being, I mean, it's one thing to say, Oh, you're this, you're this, but people like hit below the belt. Yeah. And you know, I'm, I have thick, thick skin. Nothing you can say bothers me. I get heat all the time. I could give two shits. I laugh all the way to the bank and I have been laughing all the way to the bank <laughs> yeah. for many, many years. Yeah, yeah, I'll go wipe my tears with my hundred dollar bills. Okay. So I can care less. But my wife, she's, you know, she's, she's a woman, she's feminine, she's is emotional. So it's like when you attack, she just doesn't understand. Yeah. I don't understand either, but when, she doesn't understand because she's so sweet. And she's always like, why do people come after me? I'm, I don't do anything wrong. I just sit here, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that bothers me. For sure. Well, and then put on, you know, top on that she's pregnant, her hormones are going crazy. So I can. Yeah, her hormones are all over nuts. the place, man. So it's like, and not only that, when, if she gets upset about it, what happens? We get upset because yeah. shit rolls downhill and like, I got to deal with it now because she's upset, which makes my life miserable. It's a, you know, you know how it works. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's good to hear. It's kind of, I didn't realize you're going to move out of California. Actually. I think it's cool that you know, uh, we are soon. I don't know when Yeah, I, I, I don't have a date. It could be this year. It could be in two years. I don't know, but we are for sure. hundred percent getting out of here. Um, it's just a matter of when the wife says it's okay. It's it's, I would leave tomorrow. If we could go tomorrow, I'd be out of here tomorrow. Uh, but you know, we, uh, have a little boy on the way and she's got a nest a little bit and she just wants to enjoy that. That's not a problem. At 40 years of age, are you happy with where things are at right now? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I couldn't be, uh, more happy than I am right now. Um, I have, you know, a beautiful wife. I have great friends. I'm very blessed with, I have a beautiful home. I got money in the bank. Um, you know, my health as of right now is great. Um, I got, you know, I, I'm just blessed, you know? Um, yeah, I'm very happy with the way things are. Circle of friends. It's most of your friends are they were they on shows, production staff, and things of that nature in the industry, or do you actually? I mean, I, I gotta imagine you probably have some authentic friends outside the space, maybe yes. home yet, right? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I had a, I got the same core group of buddies that I hung out before I got on the show. I do have some other friends, obviously, that I met during the show because you just you get into a new circle and you become something. Excuse me. And other people, obviously, you just you get more friends. But yes, I do have the same core group of guys. They were pretty much all in my wedding. Uh, they all were all my best men at my wedding. And uh, yeah, I've known them since I moved here when I was sleeping on couches. Um, so yeah, they've been me through thick and thin, but yeah, I do have some celebrity. Friends. I have a lot of celebrity friends actually. Um, and I love them all too, but I got friends from everywhere. Um, I think people like me because you kind of get with me. I don't really hold anything back. Yeah. I don't, 
like to lie. I'm not going to lie to you. And you know, I'm 40 years old. I got a baby on the way. I don't have time or patience. And this kind of goes into the show a little bit. Why, um, you know, it was good for me to uh, go away from the show, I think. Um, and to be honest, it's just not fair to the show anymore because I did the last two seasons. I was bowing out of scenes. Production the company would have to call me. Jax, why aren't you showing up? I just wasn't interested anymore. Like at 40 years old, arguing with a 25 year old girl on why about a club. And I just didn't care. Like I wanted to be home. <laughs> I, I wanted to be in bed by nine 30 and watching my television show, drinking my cup of coffee. And it wasn't fair. It's just not fair to everybody else. Who's putting the effort into the show to make a good show. Yeah. And I just wasn't there. And I, the show, the show saw that. And, you know, I, and I, and I don't, uh, I'm, I'm not, unhappy the way things ended i you know i had a great run um i gave it all i don't know if you've watched since the beginning i i was a ruthless character and yeah. um you know i did everything i good, did to make the show entertaining um was it what did i was it stretched a little bit absolutely yeah i mean you know if i wasn't entertaining you don't have a job so i had to do what i had to do but when you hit a certain point in life and you're married you got a child on the way I'm just not doing those things anymore. I'm just not going to have those arguments. I'm not going to spiral out of control like they want me to. I'm just not going to do it. I do. It. The only thing I miss, to be honest about that show, is the money. <laughs> is the money. Um, other than that, I wish the best for them. I love them all to death. I can't wait to be a fan now. But uh, there's no amount of money that could make me go back to that type of show. Now, do I want to keep doing other shows and stuff that are more family related or home improvement related or things like? Absolutely. I just like everything else in life, it ran its course. It yeah. ran its course. And I think if people still saw me on a show like that today, they'd be like, Jax, you're 41 with a baby. Like, like you got to give it up. You know what I'm saying? It's, it looks a little sad if I was still doing this kind of stuff. Yeah. I think, I think people would kind of be like, uh, I, I think it would be so far fetched and not believable. And I really prided on our show on being authentic. And the last two years, I'm not going to lie to people. It wasn't authentic. It was very, very, it was very pressured. It was very manipulated. It was very, it was, it was directed in certain ways that I just wasn't comfortable with. I don't know about the other cast members. I'm just talking about me. Right. I just wasn't happy anymore. And like I said, I just felt bad for the producers and I felt bad for the network because they invested so much into me. And I was just like, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this to my wife. I can't be on a show like this anymore. It's just, I don't feel good about myself. And, and I don't know if you remember from the last season, I, I kind of went downhill. Like there was a lot of stuff going on and my mental health was out of control. I was having to throw a party at my house, which I didn't even want, like having people here. And I had a bouncy house in my, I, it was a mess. Yeah. And that's when I was kind of like, you know, at the end of last season, I'm like, I even thought I'm like, there's no way I'm going to come back or there's probably no way they're going to have me back because I was such a hard cast member to have on the show towards the end. That's, it just didn't make sense for the show. It didn't for make sure. sense. Yeah. And, and like I said, there's no ill will towards the network or anything. I love them all. Like they gave me all this. I, I have, you know, it was a great run. It just ran its course. Basically. Not, not to take anything away from like Tom, Tom, Pete and all those guys in the show, but how no, no, no. Those how, guys, how, this, this is, this is like, how, how did it feel to be the biggest guy on set though? I mean, I mean, you were, you were the guy that people looked at and like, that guy works out. I mean, that, that's, yeah, yeah. I, know, I, I, loved that, I loved it. You know, I was always, sorry. I apologize if you helicopter. I'll wait. You're good. You're going to edit all this stuff out, right? Yeah, you're good. Okay. Uh, yeah, I loved it. I like. I, I know Tom Sandoval works out a little bit too, but they all work out a little differently than I do. Yeah. I mean, you're. I'm a guy's guy, man. I'm. I'm. I'm a Midwest guy. Those guys are a little bit. I don't want to say bougie when it comes to working out. <laughs> That's a great word. You know, man. they need yeah. the Equinox gym. They yeah. need the 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 matching head to toe nike ensemble they need the phones to look when you i'm not that guy i'm not that guy uh i'm in gold's gym down the streets 20 bucks a month and there's like old arnold schwarzenegger looking guys in there yeah. that's where i like to go you know and so there's a difference in in that but uh i enjoyed it like i said i love it i love working out i love uh going to the gym i love the smell i just love everything about it for sure but although i had to have i do have a home gym now since several of the gyms closed down i had to build a home gym yeah, same here. I mean, now I don't even go to a commercial gym anymore, which is nice. But what uh, what type of lifting do you do? You do you quote unquote like bodybuild lift? Do you, you know I, you, if you're on the goal, you're not doing CrossFit, I don't think so. Like what? No, no. Um, I switched it up. I used to be into the big lifting, obviously, but at my age, like I said, I'm I'm not going to be on the cover of Flex magazine or you know, there, there's no reason for me to be that large. I'm not being paid for it, and it 
it's just a hard on your body, especially when you're my age and I'm starting a family. I want to be around for a long time. Well, I want to be around long enough to see my kids go to school. So now it's more of a maintaining kind of thing. Do I want to still look cut up and rip? Yeah, I do. But I'm not taking the creatines anymore. I'm taking, I, I'm just eating healthier. I drink a lot. Of, I take a lot of protein. Um, I'm a huge in a cardio. Like I have a Peloton. Yep. So my, my situation is I'll go in, I'll lift for about an hour and then I'll do a boot camp on my Peloton and then I'll call it a day. Um, but yeah, I still got all my old school weights. I'm like, I built a cool gym and, um, yeah, but it's just not lifting as heavy as I used to just because like, there's really no reason unless you're endorsed, like fully endorsed by like flex magazine and whatever, with all those things, there's really no reason to, to do that. You know, unless it's your hobby, unless you enjoy it, you know, but there's just a lot of, you know, the more I read on it, I've done more research on it lately. Just the, the, how hard it is on your heart, your lung, you know, your body. It's a lot of, it's a lot of work, you know? And then when you stop doing it, it all turns to fat. So it's kind of like I had to gradually, you know, come down because I was a lot bigger. And then I was like, well, if I just stop doing this, this is all going to turn to fat. So I just kind of cut my lifting, went into cardio and kind of now I got into a good body size that I like. Now I can, I, I, I don't know what you even call my kind of lifting anymore. Like you just lift. You I'm not as intense as I you, used to be. You're doing like a full body workout. You're doing like push pull legs type workout. Or you do, I do arms, like a different chest. body part every yeah. day. So you know, I'm working thing. out five days a week. I'll do chest, arms, legs, but I'm just not, I'm not getting into heavy as, as I used to. Yeah. It's more of a maintain now. Right. Well, the nice thing is working with muscle tech, they're not coming to you and saying, Hey, we want you to look like Ronnie Coleman. They want you to look right. like Jax Taylor. You know, they want you yeah. to be you um, yes. because you're that crossover personality that they want, right? Like you look good. You're in the public eye. Same with like Kevin Hart just signed with another company too. It's like, I think that's a, a cool thing that companies are doing um, in this world is working with guys like you guys like Henry, because it brings a new audience to some right. muscle tech. So what right. do you, what do you in terms I'm of like, still in shape? I still yeah. love working out. I just don't want to look like a gorilla. Like when I was 25, I wanted to look like a gorilla. That was my goal. I didn't care how I got there. That's what I wanted. Now at 40 with a child, I'm, I, my, I got to take care of my body a little more because while we're getting older, um, I, I choose to look like this and it's yeah. just, it's just working out for me. I feel a lot better. I tell you what, I feel a lot better working out, going through this kind of process rather than getting bulking up. You know, I feel better about myself. I sleep better at night. Um, yeah, I just, I, I like, I enjoy this type of working out. There's not much stress. I'm not pressured to look a certain way anymore. Um, I do it. The, my wife loves the way I look. That's another thing too. You know, I like, do you want me to look like this or do like this? Or like, she's like, I just love the way you are. Just don't get too big and muscly. Just, you know, stay lean and work out and do your thing. So you want to look good for your wife. Yeah. I'm married, but you still want to look good for your significant other. Yeah. So, yeah. And she's got something, she's got a trainer planned for after the, uh, after she has uh, the baby and then she has some time off um, her best friend's a personal trainer out here. So she's excited to get back in the gym as well. Yeah, you should tell her to film the process. Cause that could go. She is. Good, she is. Content for people. For yeah. Sure. She's got a, she's got some endorsement deals lined up already right. with I think self, but yeah, they're all knocking on the door. She's so busy with, with social media and stuff like that. that she just needs a little bit of time right now because it's a little overwhelming. Cause she has so much work and she can bear She's waddling around the house. Yeah. Like she, you know, you she know has, how it is. The pens, the pen walk now? Yeah. Oh yeah. She like, it's, it's heavy breathing about 10 steps. Gotta take a break. I got a big boy. I mean, he's, he's already almost six and a half pounds. I think he's six and a half pounds. He's big. So they grow, they grow, they can grow like a pound a week towards the end. So that means yeah. Like, yeah. And I'm like, it might, my friends all gave birth and their kids were all under our weight already. So I was like, geez, he's going to be a big boy, but I was a big boy. So that's poor Brittany. Right. Poor Brittany. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. She's like, please don't get any bigger. Please don't yeah. get any bigger. <laughs> what, um, out of the muscle tech line and stuff, what is, what is one of your favorite things of theirs that you do take? Uh, well, I take the, uh, the chocolate, uh, protein every day. Yeah. And I, my newest thing is putting it in coffee oh, kind of because I was, I was doing the protein shake and the coffee every day. And I was like doing much. And my stomach was getting like a little messed up. So I'm like, I'm going to put these two together. I'm going to try this out. So, um, yeah, I've been doing the coffee with the protein shake and it's delicious. Killing two birds with one stone. Um, sometimes, and I'm a big fan of putting protein in my oatmeal. Yeah. I like to do that. For I sure. always do that in the morning. Um, I'll have a, uh, I'll put a, some protein in the oatmeal, have a protein shake and some eggs. Um, yeah, that's kind of my go-to thing, uh, way to do things right now. Um, I tried the shatter <sighs> pre-workouts are rough for me, but shatter is great because I take half of the amount it says, mm-hmm. You got to be really careful with that stuff because everybody's body is different and how it reacts. So I take half and I tell you what, that is the perfect amount for me. 
Uh, we all need a little bit of a jump start in our day. I'll go back and forth between shatter and a cup of coffee. Um, but yeah, it works good. You just got to be very careful with those pre-workouts. I always say that to a lot of guys who ask me about pre-workouts because man, there's times where you're like, you'll be sweating cold. You'll want to be like, Oh, it's, it's the worst. If you, and then trying to get it out of your system when you take too much, it's the worst. It's the worst. Yeah. I mean, if you're drinking like a cup of coffee a day too, your tolerance to caffeine, maybe your, maybe your, your tolerance to caffeine isn't super high either. So, but yeah, Shadow yeah. is actually one of their newer products that came out in the last year and a half, two years that I'm actually a big fan of too. So it's. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, like when people say, oh, my son wants to try this or whatever, uh, my suggestion is start yeah. off half of what they suggest. And then you can always gradually move up but with pre-workouts. I just, you know, they're relatively all this, the same as far as like, if you take too much, you're going <laughs> to, you'll freak out. Right. So just, I always say start off small and it's worked out great for me. It doesn't, doesn't, uh, doesn't do anything. I I'm, I'm energized all day. I love it, but I don't do it every day. Like I said, I'll, I'll switch it around. I'll do maybe three times a week. Yep. For you sure. Know? I like now, obviously your, your process or your mindset behind working out has shifted. It's not to, to maybe look a certain way, but obviously to increase longevity with, with baby boy coming. What is the one thing that you are looking forward to the most about being a father? God, I, I, I have so many things. I don't, I can't even knock it down to, to one. I just, I have so much to hand down to him. I have so much to teach him. I have so much. Um, I, first, I just can't wait to see him. I just, I don't, I don't know. I just teaching him like sports and just teaching him about life. And uh, you know, I, I'm just so excited to be how my father was. I had my father passed away three years ago, but I had the best childhood of my life. You know, I never went without my dad was always there, always there. And, you know, I didn't realize how hard my dad had to work until I was older to give us what we had because my sister and I just never knew. We just assumed money grew on trees in the backyard. We didn't know. I didn't know my dad worked midnight some places. I didn't know my mom was doing this to make some extra money for Christmas. I didn't know until I got older and I was like, oh, wow, we didn't know that. So I'm just going to work my ass off just so, you know, I can give everything to my son, but also teach him how to work for things as well. I'm not going to just hand him everything. Although my wife thinks I'm going to do that. She's going to do that, but we're going to teach him, you know, teach him what's right, what's wrong, how to work for things, how to save. Um, I'm, I'm excited to teach him all that stuff. Yeah. I really am, you know, just to be a guide to be like, okay, you, you have to look up to me. I got to teach you the right way. I'm responsible for the way you are, you know, so the way you grow up. So I'm excited about that. I don't know. I just, I never thought I would be this excited to be a dad. I didn't even think I was going to be a dad in life. I really didn't think it was in my cards. You know, in my twenties, the last thing I wanted was a girlfriend and a, and a child. I don't know if you can relate, but I was too busy working out, partying and finding women. That's all I cared about. Yep. That's it. And, uh, you know, you meet the right girl and you know, everything changes. And then all of a sudden you got kids and then you got a home and then you get married and, you know, and, and I tell you what, it's been amazing. It's been amazing. I'm very, very blessed. I like to think that my dad has something to do with that upstairs, but yeah. I love it. I love every minute of it so far. And every minute of her being pregnant, I've loved. It's it been sounds fun. so cliche, but you're right. I mean, it literally is like you meet that one person, everything kind of just changes for everything her. changed. She's my best friend. I bounce things off of there. I'd rather hang out with her than any of my friends. I just, I got a good one, you know, and, and when you find a good one, you lock it down. And, um, you know, I just, I, I wasn't sure I was going to be a good dad. You know, I knew from the start meeting her, my wife, she was going to be a great mother. She's raised kids all her life. She's raised all her nephews. They're all boys. She's a professional. She was born to be a mother. And I know it'll happen for me when my son is here, it'll happen. But uh, yeah, we're just, we're just really, really excited. We're just really pumped up. Um, you know, not, not too nervous at all. We're so prepared. We're probably over-prepared if that makes any sense. Um, we're ready to go. If he came right now, we're ready. Yeah. Um, we're just pumped. We're pumped. What, uh, I mean, I know you said you're not nervous about anything, but there's gotta be something that scares the shit out of you a little bit. Driving home from the hospital. <laughs> 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 I'm going to be absolutely petrified. Uh, probably holding him. I'm not going to hold him standing up. I'm going to make sure I'm sitting down on a couch with lots of pillows. Um, you know, cause people keep asking me, are you, are you excited? I'm like, yeah, I'm just petrified to hold him for the first time. You know, I'm yeah. petrified to drive home from the hospital for the first time. Um, you know, stuff like that right now. It's great because, I mean, about two weeks in, you'll find yourself just like talking to friends and you'll be swaying back and forth because you think yeah. you're a baby trying to, trying, trying to get them to stop crying. So I'm excited for you, dude. I think in the world of pro wrestling, you have an alias, you have an, a name, right? Like Jax Taylor's not your real name, right? So like, tell me how it came about. I'm always interested in like, I, I can understand Jax. Like I get that based on your real first name, but like, how did you, how did you 
architect that name because it's cool. It's catchy. Um, that name started when I was modeling. Uh, okay. I was 20 years old when I we started. So I went to an agency in Miami and my real name is Jason Couchy. Yeah. Jax Taylor. Taylor's my mom's maiden name. So we oh, took that. Cool. We, just, yeah. we just changed the yes to an X and made it cool because uh, like I said, there was a, uh, there was a few Jasons already and with the agency I was with and they just wanted me to stand out. Now it's kind of the same thing with Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise. Those aren't their names. Johnny right. Depp. Those aren't their names. They moved to Hollywood and they said, we're going to change your name to that because it sounds cool. And agents will like that. That's the same thing I did. I was, went to Miami. They're like, your new name is this because it stands out. It's a little bit more fun than just Jason. This no one will yeah. pronounce my last name. So Jax Taylor just seems like action star. That's your new name. And that's the truth. That's the truth. I, uh, it was uh, made up from an agent uh, of mine in 2001 or something like that in Miami. And it just stuck. It you just, mean, it just stuck. Is baby boy going to look up to you and be like, dad, who's Jax Taylor? Yeah, probably. And thanks to the internet, he's going to know all about that. He's gonna uh, all about my you, son yeah. is going to have my legal name. name yeah. though. He's going to have my legal name. Um, and yeah, I'm going to have to explain all that one day. And thanks to the internet, I'm never, ever going to go away. <laughs> no, <laughs> He's going to ask a lot of questions one day and I'm going to have to have a lot of answers. Uh, I'm not ready for that, but no, no, um, I mean, you got, you got some time, you know, you got yeah, to yeah. uh, figure out what you're going to say there. And then you can have Brittany, you know, or just say, go talk to your mom. Go talk to Dad, mom. why did you do this? Dad, have you ever tried this? Dad, did you ever do this? And that's going to be conversations that you know I'm going to have to have one day and I'm going to have to figure out how I'm going to have them and how to tread lightly. Um, I'm definitely not going to be one of those parents that just says, no, 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 no. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm going to explain situations like in my household, we were a very open household. Uh, if you drank, you told your parents, I told, if something happened, you told them we didn't get, there was no trouble if you were honest in our household. And I feel like today with parenting, you know, too many parents are no, 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 right off the bat. And that kind of drives your kid away to rebel. Like, exactly. I'm not going to do that. You know, um, you know, I, I know there's alcohol, there's drugs. I know there's bad people in the world. Um, you know, I pretty much wrote the book on, on all that shit. There's nothing really that would ever surprise me anymore. So, you know, uh, teaching my son, just, you know, the right way to do things, the wrong way to do things. If he wants to try something, if he comes up to me and say, dad, I want to try cigarettes. Fine. I'll buy you your first pack of cigarettes. You can try them right in front of me. That's how my mom did it. You know, if you're going to drink, I want to know, just let me know. Can I be around? I just, I want to know. I just want to know. I want to be there. I need to help. And I, I, you know, I don't know if those ways are even going to work anymore. I'm still kind of scared about it. How, how do you, how do you think about those kind of rules? Like, what do you think about, um, let me see, disciplining your child? Uh, for, I mean, this is I, a good topic. Yeah, actually. no, it is. And, and I'm kind of like, the world scares the shit on me. You know, I, the kids have, cell phones at, kids have cell phones at 12. I didn't get my first cell phone until 16. I'd argue that was might even be too early, you know? Yeah. So, um, I want my daughters to discover the world for themselves and make their own decisions, but understand like there will be consequences to every action you make. Right. Um, right. But the same thing with drinking, I grew up, my mom said, Hey, as long as there's a parent home, things of that nature, it's going to happen. And I think if, if in my standpoint, if I tell them, no, I restrict them, they're going to do exactly what you said. They're going to rebel or find a way to make it happen. Anyway, my right. wife, for instance, my wife used to, her parents would tell her no and not have real conversations with her. So she rebelled and she was a pretty crazy fucking high school and college girl. So I mean, it's just, yeah. And, and then it, go, it works against you instead of yeah. saying no. Well, how about explaining the reason why I'm saying no? Well, this is the reason why this is what this does. This is what, if you do this, this is what's going to happen. Right. And this is the final outcome. Now this is your choice at the end of the day, but if you get in trouble, these are the consequences. You let them know ahead of time. Say, this is what you're walking into. Just right. so you know, you know, I'm not saying no, because I just love to say no. Yeah. I'm saying no, because of, I went through this before. I know it's going to happen. And you know, I'm a little older than you. So yeah. if you want to make those choices, you know, that's, you hear, there's going to be consequences. It's so I feel like too. if I, I was gonna say, it's crazy too. There's some attributes that go into it, whether you have a daughter or a son. Cause I feel like right. me and you with a boy would be a little bit more lenient, which isn't fair, but we'd be like, yeah, right. he's, he's a guy. He'll figure it out. Versus my daughters. I'm like, I know how men are. So right. like, I know how I was. So you right. look at right. it a little bit differently. Fair, fair or not. That's, I think, you know, something that goes into it. You know, I, God help me if I have a daughter. <laughs> because I swear, I mean, there's nothing I haven't done. I, I mean, I can literally write a book on every, everything a, a guy is thinking before yeah. he, he you know, so he shows up to my house. I already know what's going on. I already know where his head is. You know, unfortunately we were the kind, we were, we were guys, we were guys, you know, and, and, you know, and, and it's going to be rough for my daughter, just like it's probably going to be rough for your daughter. It's not going um, to be easy. It's not going to be easy. You know, watching them go on dates for the first time, watching them ask questions about certain things for the first time, trying to answer sex questions and, and why, 
why are they, you know, even just today and this cancel culture and like, why aren't they allowed to have this anymore? Now this is okay. Like we have to really tread lightly on these topics, but we have to understand, we have to teach them. I don't know. I just, the, the, the right way to do things and, and just to treat people fairly. I think yeah. that's the most important thing is just treat everybody fairly. That's the most important. You make a good point, not to go on anything about like the cancel culture and like the snowflake mentality, like having a boy, right? Like you want him to grow up to be tough at the same time and not, and I'm the same way. It's like, man, when I fell down as a kid, I got up, I brushed the dirt off. I went on with my day and you see some parents who just like coddle their kids and pick them up and it's like, God dang it. And that's why we have so many soft people, I think now. Exactly. And it's like, man, we, we can't do that because yeah. we, you start wanting to cancel Mr. Potato Head. Now we got an issue. Like, come on guys. Like let's, let's calm down for a second here. Just, I know. I, you know, you don't, I don't agree with it. It's really tough because the way I grew up, obviously the way you and I grew up were different. My dad, you know, if, if the kid pissed me off, my dad would be like, go fight him. Then. Like, you know, like I said, go knock him out, teach him a lesson. That's how we grew up. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, we're teaching him a different way that fighting and violence obviously is not the way to go, Correct. but you know, that's just the way my dad did things. There's a yeah. box. Go play with it. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, I mean, I, it, it, we're all, you know, we're trying new things. Like I said, I'm so fortunate that my friends are all having kids too. And, um, and uh, I can bounce things off them uh, because like I said, uh, I'm a guy's guy. My got my buddies that are, are, are having kids too. They're a little, uh, I don't know what to say. What's the best way to put this there. They understand things a little bit better than I do. And I'm just so, I used to be so stuck in my ways. I don't know if you were or not, especially being from the Midwest. We're stuck in our ways. So we'll see. Just put a camera in the house, Jackson. Just film the entire parenting process because I'm sure. You know what? We we do have cameras. I'm probably just going to hit play, like you said, and just kind (laughs) of wing it. Just see what happens. For sure. (laughs) And then you you sell the footage and there you go. That's your next payday. Call it. Call it. Yeah. 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 Well, we got some projects in the works. We're trying to figure out what we're going to do. You know, obviously we are filming pretty much everything we do right now because we kind of just trying to figure out what network we want to go to or what type of show we want to do. Um, but like I said, we just kind of want to have the baby, get that out of the way, enjoy that process. Um, I tell you what, it's a, it's a blessing in disguise not to be filming right now because I get to enjoy the process of not, not having them tell me what to do. The camera yeah. people, the production, you know, I get to actually enjoy having a baby without all them around, you know? For sure. Um, so I'm excited about that. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll decide what we're going to do from there. For sure. I'd say one recommendation from my standpoint is still take time for yourself. Go to the gym. Work Absolutely. Get that, even if you're tired, Go, go get that hour workout in because you'll feel completely rejuvenated afterwards. And like for Brittany, make sure she does something nice for herself, like once a day, Starbucks, whatever. I mean, it sounds dumb, but it's, it's, it goes a long way with these. Oh yeah. Yeah. Family. Oh yeah. yeah. I make sure she does this for herself all the time because she needs her time. She needs for her sure. time. Let's see right now we're about two, three weeks away, you know, of, of freedom. So <laughs> uh, we got to get, get as much sleep in as we can and, and take as much time uh, for ourselves as we can, because it's going to be all over here in a couple of weeks. Love it. Well, I'm, I'm, stoked for you guys i think it's cool just like again from afar in minnesota watching this show on bravo and seeing this young jacks grow up and now i mean you and i grant them we're, we're a little age apart not too much but we're basically kind of the same mindset right what's going on so it's cool because the, the guy i related to on, on this reality show five six years ago is in the same shoes as i am now and you're it looks like you're happy authentically i'm a very happy nice. you know yeah. what i can't stress enough how happy i am and, and you know uh, I, I don't get me wrong. I had a great time. I had a great time on that show. We had a, a lot of fun, but like I said, if I was still doing and living that kind of lifestyle, I'd be dead and I'd yeah. be miserable. And I just, it, it's not who I am. So, um, uh, everything's good. We're happy. We're just excited to go to the next chapter of our lives, try something else, try something new. And, and hopefully just everybody sticks around for the ride for sure. Love it, dude. It's Taylor reality TV show star, Hollywood star. About to be a father coming on and just discussing life behind the scenes, behind the lens, because you don't necessarily see, you know, Jax in, uh, you don't know or see Jax unless you follow him on Instagram or follow Brittany on Instagram. You don't really see um, who he is as a person. If you watch the show and fan of the show, you just see the stuff that they portray on television, which let's just make one thing perfectly clear as a TV producer. As a director, your job is to make money. Your job is to increase viewership. To do that, you create controversy. Cash, or wait, controversy creates cash, and Jax was the guy that they 
instilled in that villain slash controversial role. If you like what you heard here on the podcast, hit that subscribe button. We are on iTunes, Spotify. Watch it via YouTube. Fitnessinformant.com is our website. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. Uh, make sure you check out our food brand, FitButters, FitButters.com. They are also on uh, TikTok, otherwise at FitButters on all the social media channels. Appreciate everybody tuning in and watching it. I think that you will enjoy this. It's a little bit different from us here at FI at the podcast. But if you like your hurting breasts, we'll see you guys in the algorithm. We'll see you next time.